Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Well, it's only going to get worse. Well, at, at least that's what one politician is saying about inflation. So we're experiencing today uh, hyperinflation to some degree. And Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, well, they're going to talk about uh, some of this inflation and what you can do to battle it in your retirement account, plus what to watch in Congress as it relates to retirement legislation. Northern Colorado, welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, you can reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web. It's laymanlewis.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, good morning and welcome to the show. Well, good morning. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> uh, leave it to Chuck uh, to, uh, to to shake it up this morning, and we're going to shake it up with a little... Bon McLean. This month in history, 1972, so 50 years ago, this song hit number one on the Billboard charts, the old uh, American Pie. And um, for those of us, uh, well, really for Josh and Alicia to get a little closer to their lifetime, rather than you and me, Chuck. Uh, 2007, so 15 years ago, the iPhone was unveiled by Steve Jobs. So uh, this month in history, there you go, a little American Pie and an iPhone. Oh, yeah. How can you go wrong? That was that was the year I graduated. 72. Very no, good. the other one. 2007. 2007. Yeah. You got you graduating back. from, Chuck. No, I actually uh, graduated from high school in 72. That was uh, a way cool song. Yeah, it, it absolutely yep. was. Yes. Okay, so families across America, they are feeling the squeeze of higher inflation, which is running at a nearly 40-year high. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul blames higher prices on excessive government spending. And in fact, a recent quote, he said, quote, in recent months, prices on nearly everything, gas, food, clothes to electricity, car prices and rent have all increased. And unfortunately, it's only going to get worse. Congress needs to realize that further spending at this time of rapidly rising prices is only going to continue the trend of rising prices on the nation's already vulnerable businesses and families, end quote, Rand Paul uh alicia chuck josh I, I would love your take i mean we all see it let's go we we all see these prices going up and honestly i i think that um a lot of the people that we work with uh also feel it and you know if you don't have a retirement plan that's where it's going to kind of squeeze you a little bit because a lot of retirees are on a fixed income and that's where a big problem could happen if you haven't planned for inflation. And so, I mean, we, we hear it. We, we personally feel it. I mean, I think everybody who uh, lives in this country feels it. You know, orange man bad, but, uh, you know, that's uh, getting past that. It is going to continue. And uh, I, I just wish things weren't the way they were, but they are. And we're going to have to uh, people out there listen to us. If you're not taking inflation into consideration on your retirement plan, you're making a major mistake. 
And that's something that, you know, we're, we're helping people to realize how is it going to affect your income? How is it going to affect how long you're going to have your income coming in? You need to know these things so that you can plan for it because uh, I don't see things getting any better anytime soon. Uh, and, you know, they're, well, I'll say it like this. I had a friend that's, uh, you know, I said, boy, they're spending money like a drunken sailor. And he says, wait a minute, I was a sailor. And when we ran out of money, we quit spending it. And I thought, boy, how true that is, because our government just keeps wanting to spend, 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 spend. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's terrible what's going on. But we can help you to plan for it. And yeah. that's, you know, you've got to do something about it. You can't just complain. Now, Josh, Senator Paul recently released an 18-page report on inflation, tying higher inflation to trillions of dollars in stimulus spending. Now, he calls the higher prices a hidden tax on families across the country, and it's hard to say that it's not. No, you're absolutely right. When when you talk about taxes, right, they're passed through legislative mechanisms, and we all kind of know and understand that. But when you look at inflation and how that works, I mean, it's really what's happened is we've just flooded our economy with trillions of new dollars. And so as our economy's awash with all this money, everyone else can charge more for their goods and services. So when you think about kind of a tax or something like that, think about, you know, a lower income family who they're seeing price increases sort of across, you know, a wide basket of goods. But ultimately, it gets kind of to this point of saying, hey, either I'm going to put gas in my car so I can go to work and I'm not going to buy X, Y, and Z at the grocery store. And you're really going to start seeing some of these trade-offs happen. Meanwhile, we have Congress who are saying, oh, we need to fund this bill because it's going to help inflation. I keep seeing all of these things talking about how more government spending is somehow going to ease inflation, as well as the fact that as we're seeing all of these, you know, mechanisms that increase, you know, liquid liquid money supply in the economy, we're also seeing increased regulation, and we're also seeing shortages, you know, of inventory, supply chain shortages, all of these different things. So now we're seeing a limited amount of goods come into the marketplace, which already makes those you know, trade at a premium cost. So those costs are going to be elevated. Meanwhile, if all these corporations have to adhere to more regulations, that increases their costs, right? And what do corporations do? They pass that on down. So we're really seeing all of these different things happen that's just wildly, dramatically increasing inflation across the board for everybody. And it really is just like a tax, but it's something that we never actually voted on. It's, you know, a good intended thing with the stimulus money. However, it got a little out of hand and it did so really quickly. And now we're all starting to see the, you know, longer term ramifications of what that actually means. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. If you want to find out what is happening in your retirement portfolio, maybe you haven't looked at your portfolio in a long time. You're about to retire. You need to look at inflation and taxes, your investment strategy, the health care and long term care ramifications on your portfolio and then what kind of a legacy do you want to uh to leave on to those who come after you well layman lewis has the retirement roadmap for you reach out today and and sit down and go over your plan 970-446-1234 is the phone number 970-446-1234 on the web at layman lewis resources 
Com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Alicia, the Trans-America Center for Retirement Studies says 34% of workers have already accessed their retirement funds early for various reasons. Now, let's talk about some of the things that we should consider before taking money out of a retirement account too early. Well, there's a lot to consider. And one of the biggest things to consider is, are you... Um, younger than age 59 and a half, because if you are younger than 59 and a half, you are going to have what is called an excise tax, which is 10% of whatever you take out of retirement accounts. This is a tax that you're not going to get back. It's not, um, we would highly recommend, you know, looking at all the different monies that you have before taking money out of any IRA accounts or retirement accounts, because, it really is just forfeiting ten percent of the money that you're that you're taking, um, but we we see that happening um, quite a bit. And I think when people come into hard times, they just look at, hey, where should I take money from? And it's not this consideration of, uh, you know, this excise tax because they need the money. And so I think that it's, um, you know, there's, there's a lot to consider there as well as any money that you are taking out of retirement accounts. So you've got the excise tax and then it is taxed at like regular, ordinary income, yeah, yeah, ordinary income. And, and that so, could add to your income and make, put you into a higher tax bracket as well. There's yeah. a lot of ramifications to doing that. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot, a lot to consider. So make sure that you're uh, doing it the proper way and having some help along the way. Mm, but yeah, I, and I can tell you folks, I, earlier in life, tough situation, my wife and I had to access an account, but I'm telling you that penalty that you take out because you're before 59 and a half, it is a huge hit. So you definitely want to uh, consult a tax professional. And of course, um, Alicia, Chuck and Josh, they, they are not uh, tax, you know, qualified tax folks. Uh, they can get you access to those folks, but they certainly have uh, decades in the business and, and would love to sit down with you. Now, Congress is considering some changes to the rules for administering, contributing to and withdrawing from retirement accounts. What are some of those changes that are being proposed? Well, uh, some of them are, you know, allowing employers to match what employees pay as student loan debt service. Uh, that one, you know, I think that's all of these are, you know, everything that I've seen, most of them are pretty good deals. And also requiring employers who have existing retirement plans to automatically enroll new employees with an opt-out opportunity. And, you know, th that just gives them more choice. And I could get into, we could get into a whole discussion on why or why not you wouldn't do that. But here's another one that I think is really good is increasing the catch-up contribution for people that are 50 and older. And, you know, to me, that's, that's a, a big one because a lot of people, you know, when they're raising their family, they can, you know, they'll do what the match is, but, or else they haven't done because they're just, they're tight. I mean, money's tight. They've got kids, they've got education, this and that. They've got inflation. They have yeah. inflation. And now this allows them when the kids are gone and they have more money to, you know, start piling more money in there to try to make up for what lost time they had. And then they're also talking about, we've heard this for a while, but gradually increasing the age at which required minimum distributions take effect 
uh, and that would be age 75. You know, it was 70 and a half forever, you know, the first 40 years of the business that I was in. And then recently it's went up to 72. Uh, and now they're talking about age 75. So that would also uh, help. But, you know, with all of this, you've got to, it comes down to what we preach and say every week, have a plan, know what your plan should be and how to, uh, you know, take advantage of some of these laws change. Folks, it is a statistical fact that nearly three-quarters of us don't even have a budget. We don't know what's coming and going out of our checking and savings account on a weekly, monthly, or yearly basis. In retirement, if you don't know what's coming in, which would be obviously like investment income and those kind of things, and what's going out, which is you know, paying whether it's you still have a mortgage or health care, tax ramifications, inflation, eating away at your money, that's a problem. You need to have that four-letter word, plan. And if you would like to sit down and develop that plan, that's exactly what Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team do 52 weeks a year, retirement income planning. Reach out today to our friends at uh, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Start taking back control of your financial future by joining the Lehman Lewis team for an upcoming dinner seminar. These events are filling up fast, so reserve your spot today. Call 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Are you confused on when to take your social security? Don't leave it up to chance. The Lehman Lewis team can help you get the most out of your social security benefits. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, every year, more than half a million Americans file for bankruptcy, and it's due to medical bills, a health emergency, a catastrophic illness, an accident, it can knock you off your feet physically and financially. 
Uh, it, this is uh, certainly crazy, Alicia. That I mean, again, these are things if you don't prepare and plan for, they can knock you off your feet. And that's why health care is one of the components that you and Chuck and Josh and the Lehman Lewis team prepare people for in their retirement income plan. Absolutely. And, you know, we we cannot prevent bad things from happening, but uh, we have a saying in here, let's always hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And so that is where we look at some of these um, worst case scenarios and say, if that happens, where is that money coming from? So it's not going to deplete you down to nothing. And, uh, you know, especially when you're doing retirement planning, it is so crucial to plan for health care um, because when you are, you know, older and retired, that's generally when people start to have health issues. And so we want to make sure that, again, we're planning for the worst, but always hoping for the best. All right. So Fidelity, Chuck, estimates that the average 65-year-old couple retiring today can expect to spend now around $300,000 after tax on health care costs. And you've seen this number during your career continue to go up and up and up. But that number is for a healthy couple. It does not include long-term care. And the costs can be just astronomical when we talk about health care and retirement. So how can we help keep an illness or an accident from just financially knocking us off our feet. You know, I'm going to jump in on this, Bruce. Yeah, please, but, uh, fire away. What's interesting is when you look at that $300,000 number, we were just talking about this the other day, looking at studies from just three years ago, right? Three years ago, they were saying average cost was about two hundred and eighty dollars to $285,000. So in just a couple of years, we've seen that increase to the tune of about $15,000. So Important to keep that in mind because, again, these costs are only going to go up, right? And then so is our life expectancy over that period of time. And so what happens ultimately is we need to have a plan for those healthcare savings. We need to make sure our assets are growing and we have, you know, a bucket of money that we're using, you know, for a future use, right? So whether that's going to be in a conjunction with long-term care, long-term care insurance or something like that. We want to make sure we have assets that are growing that are going to be available to us in a liquid fashion so that we're able to meet those healthcare costs. And more importantly, we want to make sure we have some tax-free money we can access to that too. Simply because when you look at a lot of people, they're, you know, saving, earning, they're putting all their money in a qualified plan, IRA, something like that. Ultimately, a bad situation comes up. Healthcare costs are going to be incurred. The only place they can go to access liquid money is in a tax-deferred account. So you're going to do everything you can, right, to take care of your loved one, and you're going to get that money, but it's also going to increase your taxes. So, again, you want to make sure you've got a plan and that you have different buckets of money you can access in order to make sure you're meeting those financial needs and you're doing so in a, in a fashion that's not going to deplete all of your assets and you know, if one spouse dies as a result of that, you want to make sure that, you know, the surviving spouse isn't left financially destitute either. But I hear you say all that, and I try to put myself in people's shoes that don't maybe know some of the solutions. And what I hear is, well, shoot, what am I supposed to do? Have $300,000 sitting over here in this, you know, bucket just for, for health care? And I have to say, no, that's not necessarily the solution. And there's there's a 
lot of different ways to do it. One of them being, wait for it, life insurance. Believe it or not, there's actually a lot of benefit to having some life insurance that gives you, you know, these accelerated uh, death benefits that allow you to have withdrawals and loans and um, ultimately use the death benefit while you're alive. And it kind of decreases the death benefit. So I tell you that because sometimes people look at us and they say, I hate long-term care insurance, or I, I hate these insurances that if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And I have to agree with you. I, I don't necessarily love those either, but there are a lot of different options out there. And we have a saying in our office, the option that you're never given is the option that you'll never take, but it really depends on what your plan is. Uh, because it doesn't work for everybody. That's the other thing is, you know, there's just, there's different options for different situations. Mm. If you would like to sit down and, and talk through all of this, folks, I mean, you do, there, it, there's strategy involved and you do need a plan. It's what Alicia, Chuck, and Josh do every day of the week, retirement income planning. It addresses income, it addresses investments, it addresses taxes, Healthcare and long-term care are a component of this retirement roadmap. And then that legacy planning. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com where you will also find some great resources, a social security report. Am I paying too much in taxes? There's a checklist challenge. That's all at laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. And, you know, we talk about Medicare, and people, I think, sometimes have this perception as they're younger and they're seeing J.J. Walker and Joe Namath and other people pitching Medicare. You know, you turn 65 and there's a magic wand and everything's covered. Uh, not so fast. Um, what isn't covered and what are options for dealing with expenses, um, you know, when it comes to Medicare and, and how you, you know, navigate using it during retirement? Well, you know, and I'm going to answer this because I am on Medicare. He's got real life experience, folks. I have folks. life experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here they go. I'm, I'm marking this down as more age discrimination. Oh, here. there we so go. At any rate, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and when you when they were talking about, uh, you know, how much they're saying it's going to cost for healthy people after, you know, from age 65 until they demise. Well, I've noticed, and I've taken uh, track of this as well. When I first got on Medicare, I thought that those numbers were a little too high. Well, being uh, you know on Medicare now for three years, I'm on pace to spending about $220,000. And the things that aren't covered by Medicare that people aren't thinking about are your, uh, your eye exams, your opticians, and also with your hearing aids, which what? What's that? What? Huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, Dental work. I mean, everybody knows you go to the dentist and they just look in your mouth and it's 180 bucks. I'm no in the wrong there. business. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> um, you know, if you're overseas and you have care, but you know, right now nobody's going overseas. I don't think uh, right now that's not an issue, but it is when you're able to travel more. And podiatry, cosmetic surgery, which you know, I don't need any of that. You sure? 
Come on. I'm <laughs> setting you guys up. I'm throwing that, you softballs here. That was too low. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, nursing home care. Those are things that aren't covered by Medicare. And, yes, you, you know, like we said, the, there are ways that you can save for that in the event that you need it. But then if you don't need it, well, there it is. You know, uh, life insurance has been probably the most popular way in the last five to ten years with our clients when they really look at, oh, this just isn't to pay off the house if I die. Uh, it is a asset class now and uh, a very a very good asset class. So that's an option that a lot of people aren't aware of. And, and once they're made aware of it, I would say that, 80% of the time, they look at it and say, well, gosh, why wouldn't I do that? So that that might be something that um, you've not been talked to about, uh, and it's something that might fit into your portfolio to take care of some of these issues we just discussed. So I don't know who wants to take this, but it, as you guys meet with people, and again, retirement income planning is what Alicia, Chuck, and Josh do every day, it, it, is there a common thing that people overlook when they're when it comes to health care in retirement planning? I would say kind of two things. Um, one that I always harp on is tax liability of accessing that money, right? And what that means of saying if you need X amount, well, you got to account for how much is that gross after you pay, you know, our friends at the IRS. So I think that's a big one to understand. But I also think people wildly underestimate how much things cost. And, you know, it's kind of like what Chuck just said. You go to the dentist, it's 180 bucks just, you know, to walk in the door. No offense to any dentists out there. But it is one of those things that more often than not, these things have a pretty considerable cost. And, you know, one thing happens, it leads to something else and something else. And then next thing you know, it's a significant amount of money. And if you're not really planning on kind of the domino effect of that, I think that's where people get whipsawed and, you know, kind of, put in a bad situation if they're not planning for it. Well, and I, I think one thing that I hear the most is uh, prescriptions because people get on a prescription and once you're on this prescription, if it's not covered, um, it's going to be expensive and it's that, that cost is not going to go away. Tell them about when <laughs> you were at a drugstore the other day and I came With in you? behind yeah. you. Yeah. It ended up, what did it cost me? 585 bucks? Yeah, the, he was on a prescription, but um, because that was your uh, deductible, your deductible right. and then, you know, it, the cost was going to go back down. And the look on your face, you're like, well, that was a surprise. Yeah, it was. And so, you know, things like that where it's just, you know, you don't think about <clears throat> all the additional things when it comes to prescriptions. Yeah, and so, and so, it, how, so how do you guys help people navigate Medicare? Do you have a specialist that you could send them to when it comes to kind of the Medicare side of things? Yes, we have a Medicare specialist uh, that we work very uh, close with. And the reason why is because this these are decisions that as you make them, they're going to follow you for the rest of your retirement. So we want to make sure that it's set up properly, you're doing it properly, and you're getting the benefits that you're needing. Hmm. So if you would like to sit down and, and talk through things. Again, Medicare, it's hard to navigate. I mean, there's, you know, it's the alphabet soup, A, B, C, D. Do you know what you're doing uh, and how it can affect you long-term in retirement? Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, 
again, have someone that they can recommend that you go sit down with. But, uh, you know, in retirement income planning, it's about creating a strategy to help protect your retirement income from things like the skyrocketing cost of health care and learning options for health care coverage in retirement and learning options for long-term care coverage for yourself and your spouse. And then to find ways to plan for health care costs so you don't have to choose between taking the vacation and spoiling your grandkids or paying for your doctor bills. Reach out to Alicia Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team at 970-446-1234. Again, the number 970-446-1234. You can find them on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan? Give the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team a call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Will you be paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by going to laymanlewisresources.com slash tax. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash tax. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Chuck and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. Now, this is according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So, It's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term care or potentially nursing care of some sort during your retirement years. Now, while the costs vary by location, the median cost of a private room in a nursing home is over $100,000. That is a big number. And, Alicia, people do need to realize that long-term care does cost money and it is not covered by Medicare. It is very expensive. This is, um, you know, one of the quickest asset depleting factors for retirees if if you're not planning for this. And I know a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, um, I, I won't need care. Everybody says that. I, I won't need care. That won't be me, you know. But of people will need care, which is just, um, actually, no, I'm sorry, 70% of people. Yeah. And so it is going to be something that you will likely be faced with, whether it's with yourself or with um, your spouse or loved one. The other thing that I, um, I hate to say this, but I cringe when I hear it, 
is when people say, oh, you know, my my daughter or mm-hmm. my my kids will take care of me. Chuck said it just the other day, unless you'll take yeah. care of me. <clears throat> yeah, and I cringed a little. Here, here's why. Yeah. Here's why I cringe is because a lot of times when you are going to need care in your retirement years and your, you know, as a senior citizen, you're uh, kids are still going to be working. So what are they going to do? Quit their job to go then take care of you and have their family suffer. It's just, it's happened. It's yes. Yes. And so that's where, you know, we look at how can we create a plan so that you don't have to, um, rely on your, your, you know, kids to take care of you because, you know, a lot of people do say, I don't, I don't want to be a burden. And, and so I want to plan for it. So there's, there's a lot of options. Mm. In fact, let's talk about some of the options. Now, for years, a standalone long-term care policy was seen as really the only way to prepare for these types of costs. What are some of the options today for retirees when it comes to long-term care? Well, obviously, you know, the long-term care policy is one way to go, but you got to understand some of the benefits that go with that. But a lot of times with this, it comes back to that bigger picture planning. And so, in conjunction with having, you know, a lot of different type of asset classes and different tax buckets there, we look at using life insurance really to cover some of these costs. And honestly, it's simply because life insurance is so much more flexible than it used to be. And looking at, you know, actually accessing some of those benefits while you're alive to help offset those costs. And really, when you look at kind of the insurance space over time, I think a lot of these companies recognize, hey, long-term care insurance, it's expensive. You know, as an insurance provider, their costs are constantly going up. Coverage they pay for somebody's actually increasing the duration of time they pay for it. So all of these things, you know, have created a greater cost. And so I think in response to that, insurance companies look at it and say, you know, this is a changing market demographic. We're not going to, you know, be able to do this like we originally thought. That's why a lot of, you know, long-term care policyholders see their prices continually go up and their benefits go down. So in response to that, life insurance companies said, hey, we need a better alternative to this. So why wouldn't we be able to, you know, create these policies and allow these people to access some of the value against their death benefit while they're alive to help pay for some of these costs? And so we really look at, you know, what's your asset base? How much do you think, you know, long-term care might cost for you? And then how do we build out a plan, you know, using life insurance, using other investment vehicles to really build that out so you got some flexibility if and when that time comes, but you're not necessarily out of pocket all of those premiums for a long-term care policy. It's interesting, though, because I think a lot of people um, think you know, instantly when you say life insurance, mm-hmm. they, their mind goes to, um, you know, like a term policy. Oh, life insurance is only really used for the, the young and healthy, those who have kids and a mortgage and for the what ifs for the, you know, just in case something happens and it has come leaps and bounds and, and, um, can be used for all kinds of different things. So, it's don't don't be closed minded when you hear that. Um, don't cringe when you hear that. There's there's just so many opportunities to sit down and, and start the conversation on health care and long term care. 
Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire team. That's what they do every day. They retirement income plan, the retirement roadmap, a portfolio of analysis of what you've done, the retirement analyzer, as they can project out if this happens, this is what your income would look like. This is what your portfolio would look like. The retirement income plan, 52 weeks a year, folks. Reach out today at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. On the web, it's laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. And Chuck, you mentioned it. You're the you're the guy in the room today that that is, uh, you know, utilizing Medicare. But when is an ideal time to start preparing for kind of those long term care needs? Immediately. Yeah. Well, but it's you know if you if you wait for rain to buy a uh, an umbrella, uh, yeah. it's too late. You need to buy the umbrella before it rains, right? Exactly. Uh, and, and you know, and that's the problem. A lot of people. Uh, you know, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm in good health and I don't take any medication and, and it's like, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, it's like driving down the road. I've never been in a car wreck and then a car comes out of a side street and hits you. Uh, you never know. I, I mean, being in this business for 47 years and seeing people that have, you know, had excellent health and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, they, they, they get some disability that they need long-term care or else they pass away and the spouse is left behind. You've got to take care of it immediately. And there's no time like the present, to, you know, because the younger you are, the less expensive it's going to be in, in no matter what route you take, whether it be long-term care insurance, uh, life insurance to take care of it. Uh, annuities, a lot of times, are benefits with annuities that will help pay for long-term care. But again, the younger you are, the better off you are. And so, you know, don't don't think that, oh, uh, I, I'm, you know, seven out of 10, that means, you know, everybody else but me. I used to say when the, when the statistics were five out of 10, I thought, well, that means both my neighbors will go into a nursing home, my wife and I won't. And, you know, I say that jokingly, but that's how people think. They think, Think that a lot of people think it's never going to happen to me, and don't don't get caught up in that. You know, don't be an ostrich with your head in the sand. Probability is high that you're going to have to use it sometime. Have a plan in the event that you do. Yeah, in fact, let's talk about a couple of scenarios here. So, you know, couples when one spouse needs some type of long term care, the other, the surviving spouse, they they want to know if they still have enough money. Or if you're single and you're in in a long-term care situation, and, I mean, you don't have somebody else to kind of rely on. Um, these are scenarios that you guys talk through with people, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, these are important conversations that I think ultimately nobody wants to have them, but we should all definitely have them. And you know, looking at kind of surviving spouse, what does that look like from an income Yeah, because that could be scary. Uh, if you're the surviving spouse while one's in long-term care and you're just thinking, how in the world am I going to get by? Right. You're, you're exactly right. And so you're kind of devoting a lot of brain power of thinking like, you know, I, all of the love you have for that person and what whatever you're going to do is, you know, kind of whatever it takes to see them through that. And then sort of on the back burner becomes the finance piece. And I think that's where a lot of people, if they don't have a good plan going into it, they come out of it, you know, a little bit more detrimental, even just financially speaking. 
And then you might be dealing with the grief and sorrow of losing a loved one. So there's a lot that goes with that. And for a single person, you know, that leaves a lot of decisions to, well, them. And then if they're put in that position, they need to have a trusted person who's, you know, working under like a medical power of attorney, durable power of attorney to be able to make sure, you know, someone's going to be able to make those decisions for them when they're not. So a, a lot of different things come up looking at everybody's own individual situation and how that's going to work out. But honestly, it all starts with that candid conversation. And I think it's it, it's such a huge difference when people do plan and go through the hard conversations because then when that time comes, it they can focus on um, getting, you know, taking care, lean into taking care of um, – their spouse and having their spouse have that well care. But the thing is, is then they're not as stressed because it's like, okay, I have this plan and this is what I planned for. So now I can, I can take a deep breath versus, you know, when somebody hasn't planned for that and they're scrambling around saying, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Um, it's, it's just, that is hard to watch and hard to hear when, uh, people don't plan for that. And, and we talk about the plan, folks. Uh, people looking ahead now. It's an acronym that we came up with here on the show, you know, a while ago. But it, it, the plan is so key, and it's why we really try to emphasize it every week. And Alicia, that also comes into that component of legacy planning. And I know you guys have attorneys that people can work with if they don't already have someone. Um, but the legacy component is part of, you know, health, uh, you know, and then long-term care. But legacy is a component as well. Absolutely. Legacy is a huge component because, again, it comes back to what Josh said of, you know, what happens, um, you know, when when one of the spouse dies and what, what happens to the, the remaining spouse of, hey, um, where's the income going to come from? How is this going to affect taxes? Is there enough money for that spouse? So the planning component is really, really big. And, you know, even down to the component of um, what happens to the money once both are gone. Because again, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I always think of long-term care insurance, right? Because this is one of those where it is cringe worthy to say, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And, um, that's where we say, okay, well, we can plan for healthcare and make sure that if you don't use it, you're not losing it. You're not paying into something that you're not going to use and your heirs are going to receive this benefit tax-free. Um, but again, it, you know, we're talking life insurance and, um, I, I think it is so crucial. And, you know, I read this statistic and I think I've said this on, on our show before that, uh, 80% of, uh, men die married and 80% of women die single. So uh, that is a statistic that holds true. We see that men generally pass away before their their spouse. And so we want to make sure that, hey, do you have a plan um, for when your husband dies? And um, so full circle on this, I think it's really important that both husband and wife are very, very involved with the planning process because it's going to affect both of you. Start your plan today. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. 
970-446-1234 to start your retirement roadmap. 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Are you divorced and not sure if your ex is still listed as a beneficiary? The Lehman Lewis team can help you find out. Make sure your money goes to who you want it to. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970 919-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Call the Lehman Lewis team now to get started on your retirement plan. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, do you remember this time in history? the beginning of the year 2000 the old y2k everybody was freaking out my sister actually was working for a major corporation at the time and was the y2k coordinator a position you would never have uh today so uh also a a word that came into the lexicon the hanging chad uh became the word of the year americans watched the first episode of survivor and uh, blockbuster hits like Gladiator and Aaron Brockovich hit the big screen. So, Alicia, Chuck, Josh, um, you know, 2000, we all have different memories of it. For me, it was uh, my daughter would have been three. My wife and I would have been married for, you know, eight years. And, you know, so it's a, a, a time in my early married life. So quickly, we'll look at some financials for you. Median home value in 2000. 119,600. Uh, the Dow ended the year at 10,729. A stamp was 33 cents, and the average rate on a 30 year fixed mortgage, 8.05. So life has certainly changed since 2000. What do you guys remember about 2000? I remember a family friend. Um, he was, oh, he was obsessed with Y2K. He had all like an entire basement full of just food. And, you know, he was preparing like the bunkers, right? And water. And water. And yes. places were so big, it was, 50 gallon oh my uh, gosh. barrels. It was for so wild. Water. So wild. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the world was going to end. So what do you, this what do you remember, Josh? <laughs> Did you? Oh, I remember Y2K, and I didn't. You know, honestly, I didn't quite understand the whole like numerical thing with yep. the computers, yep. and yep. I was like, why? You know, is this biblical? Like, and I was young, so I was just, you know, I wasn't too too worried about it. You I know just remember giggling. You know what's funny though. Uh, in, in radio, we used so when we called something that's going to play until further notice, the outdate for the commercial was, in a lot of contracts as well, was zero nine zero nine ninety nine. Why that became the way, I don't know, but that was uh, instead of you know like until further notice, you had to put some kind of numeric in there, and that became the date. So it was actually pre two thousand. Um, there are other industries that used that outdate as well. And actually, on the 9th of September of 1999, there was a little blip, a hiccup, that provided some things. But again, my sister had a job for two years as the Y2K coordinator. And I'm like, <laughs> that is so insane. Oh, man. <laughs> that is wild. All right. So uh, we're, you know... In in the year 2000, entering the new millennium, it wasn't the only big thing happening. It's when we saw the dot-com bubble inflate and then eventually burst uh, months later. It wasn't a good year for the stock market. Uh, ended 9% lower uh, than when where it started. So uh, what lessons can we learn from the old dot-com bubble, Josh, since you're our numbers guru? You know, I think ultimately valuations are important when you look at sort of what happened as a result of the dot-com bubble it was just you know wild with stock options and just such inflated values based on you know kind of future projections right more like a, I have a feeling this is going to change the world someday and so then we just start assigning valuations based on that and I think that was a big disassociation of market fundamentals versus you know kind of and I think some of it was ideological, right? We're in the year 2000. It was the future. And so I think there was a lot of this kind of psyche revolved around what technology was going to look like. And kind of, I think there was this a little bit more of a fantasy of what role that was going to play in everyday lives. So then again, we started tying those valuations back to that. And so I think ultimately people started, you know, putting all their eggs in these singular baskets and that blew up for a lot of people and it changed the economy for a lot of people. You know, even I look back in my own personal life, my dad worked for IBM back then and he got laid off as a result of that. And it was a big shift for my whole family, you know, in a fundamental fashion, but also financially and kind of what that looked like from a two person, you know, income earner standpoint as well. So Again, it's all back to those fundamentals, and I think we've even seen a little bit of that kind of play out here recently in the markets as well. Now, I mentioned the the reality show Survivor. An estimated 51 million viewers watched the first season finale of Survivor, and it's when contestant Richard Hatch, he won a million dollars back in 2000. Uh, it was later found, though, he was guilty of tax evasion because he didn't pay taxes on his prize winnings, and he was sentenced to 51 months in prison. The whole thing prompted Survivor host Jeff Probst to advise later contestants to... I have one piece of advice. Tax Pay tax. your taxes. Yeah, you think? So, uh, <laughs> first of all, Alicia, do you remember that? And second of all, let's talk about taxes and how they can impact our retirement in such a great way. 
Well, I can honestly say I don't remember that because I You're wasn't a, a survivor. Big, I wasn't a big survivor mm-hmm. uh, fan. I just never watched that show. He's actually a two-time winner because he won the game and That's then right. survived fifty-one months in prison. So. <laughs> <laughs> as far oh as we know, gosh. that's classic. <laughs> Just saying that that show probably set him up for some real life oh skills gosh, there was, in the wow. cafeteria. <laughs> oh, you're so witty! Wow. Okay, that's why we bring him to the show. I know, I know, cracks me up. So, um, yes, t- planning for taxes again. We, we, are, I always say. I want you to know we are not CPAs, we are not tax advisors, but man, let me tell you, we work with a lot of CPAs and we work with a lot of tax advisors and we work with a lot of people's retirement tax planning because it is a big part of your retirement plan. Uh, We want to make sure that uh, you are not paying more taxes than you are due and also that you are setting up, you're not just looking back what happened last year, but looking forward of how are my taxes going to be this year, next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road? And yes, you can plan for that now to set yourself up for better taxes in the future. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Exactly. Mm. So if you would like some witty banner and, and to have Josh uh, drop his wealth of knowledge and his witty humor on you, <laughs> along with Alicia and Josh and Chuck, uh, reach out today and sit down and, and start your retirement roadmap uh, with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Now, the 4% rule was published in 1994, so by the time 2000 came around, it was pretty common that people had heard of the 4% rule. But a couple of decades later, it is still standing the test of time. Or is there a better way to determine how to live off your retirement savings? What say you, Chuck? You're the you're the guy that's been doing this the longest. Uh, does the four percent rule still hold up? No, and uh, you know if you read anything about it, the four percent rule went away probably about I'm going to say eight years ago, and here in the last two to five years, well, it dropped down from four to three, then to two. And they're saying one and a half to two. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they're saying whatever money you have, you can withdraw 4% off of it. And, you know, you won't deplete your uh, your pile of money, your bucket of money. But it doesn't hold true. And the only way that it will hold true is that the first 10 years that you start withdrawing money off of your uh, in, off of your retirement, there cannot be one negative year or one flat year. Think about that. It has to be 10 consecutive years up or else it blows up. And uh, how many people believe that, let's say over the next 10 years, that the markets are going to continually go up? No one. So that is, um, you know, it's it's an outdated rule. Don't go by it. But people, but Chuck and Alicia and Jeff, uh, Josh, feel free to 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 chime in. But people are going to say it's it's my money. I I earned it. I I, I want to spend some money. Uh, so how do I do that and and get through retirement I, if I'm not taking four percent or three percent out or whatever? Well, I'm going to use a four letter word <laughs> plan. 
<laughs> you have to have a plan. And again, this is what we do every day. We help people to see how far can you go with your money using low rates of interest, using high rates of taxes and, and you know, starting to use higher rates of inflation, but show you how much can I spend without that fear of outliving income? Because that's the biggest fear of retirees is that they're going to outlive it. And, you know, just going into it blindly and wondering and hoping that the markets, you know, uh, cooperate with you is not a way to live in retirement. It makes you live in fear and makes you live to where you're not doing the things that you saved your entire life for. We want to help you to, to stop that. Just stop it so that you know where you're going to be. Wouldn't that be a comfortable feeling to know, hey, here's how much money I'm going to have in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Oh, if we spend this, if we start, you know, we want to buy that motor home or we want to take vacation, here's how it's going to affect our income in the future. That's what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Mm. And times change, Alicia. I mean, and, and Josh, um, you know, again, the, the old adage is you've got to double your resource over the over a 20-year span, and most people live 20, 30 years in retirement, um, if you want to have the same buying power and living accommodations that you have today. So you have to prepare for that. You can't just, you know, throw a dart at the dartboard and say, hey, that, that's my plan. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing. Sometimes when we talk about all these things, I, I hope that anyone listening is not overwhelmed with uh, dread or just overwhelmed in general. Sure. Like there's just so much to do because here's the thing. It, it does take planning, um, which is why we have a team of advisors working for you, working for your retirement. And the thing is, it is so possible. And there is um, a lot of different ways to do planning, but we want to make sure that you have guaranteed income. We, we love to do the, the paycheck versus play check. We want to make sure that you have your guaranteed paycheck. This money is coming in no matter what, doesn't matter what's happening in the market, what's happening in the economy, you are getting this paycheck. And then you're going to have your play check. The money that you're going to, your extra money for presents and for, um, you know, travel and for all the things, the hobbies that you want to do, um, because those things might change year by year, but have a comfortable retirement, the retirement that you have worked so hard for, it is possible, but it does take a little bit of planning. So let us plan for you and with you. Reach out today, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to share the day with you. Have a great rest of your weekend. What? It's Thank over? You. Thanks. I want to keep going. <laughs> that hour flew by. Oh, I guess so. Chuck, Have a Ch great Chuck. weekend, Northern Colorado. There you go. Great weekend, Northern Colorado. We'll see you next week. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to 
prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the in- issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.